Well, Donald Trump won 98 of 99 counties in the Repu Republican Iowa uh, caucus and uh, total complete Donald Trump domination of the field. Uh, so we're here today to discuss what all of that means. Uh, hello and welcome to Contra Mundum. My name is Andrew Isker and with me is my co-host, the co-host, the host of Contra Mundum, CJ Engel. Hello, CJ. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, can I just say on the record here, that was the best intro so far. This is um, episode, what, 4,300, and you finally got it nailed. So Finally, finally you can do an intro. Yeah. Uh, so, that's yeah. Good. I think that's complete, it for today, then. That's right. That's all we had to say. Uh, complete and utter <laughs> Trump domination. Uh, who could have predicted it? Who could have known? Who could have known? <laughs> the... Um, it was great. You know, it's it's what you expect. Um, it's obvious that people like Trump still. And the thing about Trump that people like is the fact the media hates him. The fact the media does not want you voting for Trump. They want him villainized. They want you to feel sorry for ever voting for him in 2020. And the people of America are saying, uh, no, screw you. We like Donald Trump just because it pisses you off. That's why we're voting Donald Trump. I think that's a. I think that's it for a lot of it. I think people do disagree with the decisions that he made, the staff that he hired. Um, but I think at the end of the day, if the media doesn't want you to do something, we're going to do it. Uh, we're going to vote for Donald Trump. We're going to read uh, literature that we're not allowed to read, and we're going to think thoughts that are not allowed to be thought. So that's that's why Donald Trump is still uh, at the forefront. Yeah, well said. And, and and yeah, I think I mean that's that's so much of it is there are so many people who um like if you if you ask them like the average ordinary like Trump supporter, like what do you why do you like Donald Trump so much? Why are you 100% behind him? Right? They won't be able to articulate like a set of policy goals beyond maybe like you know generic stuff about immigration. Uh, they won't, there won't be a particular platform or political issue that is like near and dear to their hearts. It's that all the people that they know hate them also hate him. And the same is not true of any other GOP figure really ever in their lifetime. So people know this, like they get this. So this is, this is why he's so popular. It's not, um, it's not a surprise, right? It's not, uh, it, 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 this time it's not like out of nowhere or anything like mm -hmm. that. Um, did you see, uh, by chance, uh, CJ, did you see the tweet by, uh, Beth Moore? Did you see this? No, please tell me. No, tell me. I'll just, I'll read it. I'll read it. Um, and I, you know what, I'll share it in the, in the chat here so you can, you can see it, uh, for yourself. Um, so here we go. Uh, Beth Moore, Beth Moore tweet. Uh, I'm not going to read it in her voice. I don't even know what she sounds like. Actually, I've never watched a video of her. Uh, sobered by last night, uh, which implies, you know, she was drunk uh, otherwise. Uh, sobered by last night and tried to practice what people call radical acceptance. Not of a presidential candidate because surprising things happen. Just plain sobered by the thought that with other individuals to choose from, masses of people still hail Trump. He's what they actually want in a leader, a bully, a verbally abusive, artfully and purposefully divisive bully who has all but left the Republican Party unrecognizable. I don't know. I just can't understand it. Maybe I've got a mental block. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. you do. Uh, <laughs> you, you're onto something there, detective. 
Maybe you do. Uh, but you who are staunch Republicans, why don't you care about your own party more than that? Forgive me. I don't want a repeated performance of my 2016 self. I don't. I didn't like her any more than you did. I intend to deal differently with this. I do not intend to get obsessed. She's already obsessed. Uh, I do not intend to lose more relationships. I don't intend to talk about this regularly. She's going to talk about it regularly. Um, <laughs> as the scriptures say, I want to seek peace and pursue it. I want to be a person of kindness, love, and compassion. But I've got to move to a place of radical acceptance, whatever whatever that means. Uh, uh, it was one thing to cast a vote for a party's only candidate, reasoning the choice of the lesser of two evils. Is This is quite another thing. This is wide open-eyed. We want Trump. Anyway, this is where we are. We can complain all we want about our leaders, but... In this government by the people, at the end of the day and the beginning of November, our candidates are mirrors of ourselves. So what uh, <laughs> do you think about that, CJ? It's, yeah, it's it's funny. Like, um, I mean, this is the same script they played in 2016, uh, right? So, you know, we're 2020, yeah. Where, you know, they they basically, they, they, they knew, they already know how much they hate legacy Americans. Yeah. You know, the lone bulwark, they already hate them. Um, and so now they just have to do another round of coping. Uh, they just have to do yeah. another round of um, dealing with the fact that people are not um, headed in, in, in their direction. I mean, that's that's the, they don't know how to handle it. You know, it's it's funny that the meltdown, the tears. It's uh, it's great. You know, it's and all it's just beginning. It's just beginning. It's, that's the it's best just part. beginning. Yes. Yeah. Yes, like it's going to get way better than this. Like, yeah. uh, but the it, funny it is... thing is they they can't they they don't even. Like this was obvious to anybody who's who's like thumb is on the pulse of actual America. Yeah. They know that Donald Trump's popular for the reasons that I mentioned in the beginning. These people, yeah. they're going to be shocked all the way through. They're going to continue to be shocked because they just have no idea what everyday Americans are feeling. Well, and that's that's the thing. Like you think about someone like Beth Moore, right? A a multimillionaire, uh, big Eva woman, mm -hmm. who I mean, just imagine like the 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 bubble that she lives in right 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 the uh the world that she lives in, she she comes into she's not in contact with reality whatsoever right she mm -hmm. lives in a gated community she probably has someone do all of her grocery shopping for her right she doesn't have to she doesn't ever have to leave her bubble at any point so how would she ever come into contact like yeah you have a, maybe you have a mental block yeah you definitely do like this is someone who probably thought that Oh, when they, they start prosecuting him, right. That's going to sink him. That's going to be the thing that, mm -hmm. that brings him down and have, and are beside themselves that it has made him more popular with <laughs> the American people. Like, I think they, they literally cannot compute it. Like it, it doesn't right. work in their head. Um, and so I, I think she's um, exemplary of, of this kind of person and that kind of mindset. That's why, you know, I bring it up because it, it's, I mean, one, it's hilarious. And, mm -hmm. and two, <laughs> two it, it shows you how out of touch these people are. Like they do not, they do not get it. Um, and so, I mean, there were a lot of, there was a lot of uh, uh, a coping yesterday. I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens a week from today in New Hampshire, right? Do you have... Uh, well, yeah. So um, I don't have any. I think it'll be about the same. Personally, I don't. I don't know. Do you think New Hampshire is um, well, less let's Trump? Look at, let's look at the polling. Let's look. Since the polling, right? One of the things we can learn from Iowa is that the polling actually was was pretty accurate. 
right? They said Trump had a 30 point lead and what happened? He won by 30 points. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, let's just look at, uh, real clear polling, uh, GOP. Um, uh, it has, uh, I mean, they still have Ramaswamy, uh, in there. Uh, so it has Trump 43, Haley 29, Christie 11, DeSantis six. So where does Ramaswamy's support go? Probably most of it to Trump, mm-hmm. right? Maybe well, he endorsed Trump. Yeah, uh, yeah. Probably for a deal. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, do you, oh, by the way, do you think a deal was made? Do you think, do you think Between, he's going to choose Vivek? Uh, oh, to be the vice president? Yeah. I don't think he's going to um, be his vice presidential candidate. I okay. don't. No. No, I think, think. Oh, go ahead. Well, do you think well, who else? Do you think he'll go for Nikki? No, no. <laughs> I I think well, because I think he knows that if he did that, like that would be the one thing that would get like his diehard base, like people that you know they would have people that in Iowa would have walked in like ten below zero weather naked to the polling place uh, to cast a vote for Trump in the caucus, right? Mm-hmm. Those people, like the only thing that would get them to not vote for him in 2020 would be selecting Nikki Haley as the vice president. Right. Yeah. So, so I don't think he's like, he knows that. Like, I mean, people think, Oh, he's such an idiot. He picked all the dumb people for the cabinet and things like that. It's like, I think he knows his base. Right. And has to, and it feels pressure from them. So I don't no, I don't think he's going to do that. I think, and, and like the, the Haley stuff was all like these little rumors and stuff like that. I think yeah, it was well, probably, they always, they always do rumors to feel people out. Yeah, well, they they do they do that. I mean, so it could be legit. That's one argument for it being legit. The other, the argument that I I I think holds some water is like maybe there was some of that where they're like feeling stuff out and seeing where it goes, and uh, but then so it gets you, played played up think, by the DeSantis people a ton. Oh, right? do you think they started it? I think they could have. I think they yeah. could have. And and Trump's not going to say no at this point to anybody. He's not going to like deny it. Right. Cause he doesn't do that. And, it, and it's wise not to, but no, I don't, I don't think, um, I don't think he's going to pick Nikki. At who's, all. uh, who's on the short list. I, I saw like something today where it's like Ben Carson is like his top choice. Oh. I mean, oh. what about, um, that, that's not, it's not, he, doesn't inspire confidence, but it's like, he it's was, not uh, he was talking Tucker. I think, I think, I think his yeah. team would, I think his team would want Tucker if Tucker would do it. I don't know if Tucker would do it. I don't know if he would do it either. Um, but uh, his th- he'd be like a dream VP. Like people, I, I mean, it'd be like, it'd be in the bag. Oh, it's yeah. already kind of in the bag, but it'd be in the bag, in the bag. Um, well, and and there's like a, a clear succession plan for, you know, beyond. Yeah, but that's- the, the other thing that Tucker brings is Tucker's got connections in the deep state. I mean, yes. there are there are people in the intelligence community where Tucker grew up um, that are closer than you might think. And I think Tucker yes. would bring that legitimacy. I don't know if that'd be good for me, like as the accelerationist, um, but it'd be interesting. <laughs> well, it would be. And I mean, well, even, even within like deep state warfare, which I mean, Trump, like we could, we could debate this, you know, where, what he means, what his presidency is meant. I mean, I think, I think he represents a certain degree of warfare within, within sure. the power elite. Uh, like there's at least some segment of the power elite that wanted him there. Right. Otherwise he wouldn't have gone in. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, 
it'd be the same thing for like Tucker, I think. Um, so does that convey, does that like convey a certain degree of legitimacy? I actually don't think so. Uh, but what do you, what do you think? I mean, would that re-legitimize the, uh, American system if, uh, yes, but, um, in sort of a, in, in a, in a restructuring way, not in like a DeSantis, like, 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 um, you know, we're just going to revitalize what's already there kind of way, but more mm-hmm. in a, um, like the consequences of losing the American empire are so um, drastic that some restructuring has to take place. So yes, I think that there could be a revitalization, but it won't be as conservative as like a DeSantis. Yeah. Well, elaborate on that a little bit more. So, so like the re the re-legitimization. So DeSantis, you know, obviously he's not going to win. It's over. It's done. We'll get to that a little bit more the uh you know rest in peace Ron DeSantis campaign um but uh it, say he won the nomination and then the presidency right it would be like 1980 with Ronald Reagan where in the 70s after Watergate like trust in the system and everything after this you know 68 revolutions and and all of that right things were in a really low place like the American regime had lost a tremendous amount of legitimacy in the sixties and seventies. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Ronald Reagan and now everyone believes in it again. Right. right. It would be like that is what you're saying. Um, yes, yes. That would for sure be yes. And I think, um, I, and I think most like daily wire people, um, Chris Rufo, that, that that's really the type of um, thing that they want that I don't want that those no. types of areas really separate us presumably from them, from them um, for sure. Like they want to go back to it. They loved what Reagan did. Um, Whereas I'm much more cynical about the whole, the whole uh, situation since the, like the civil rights movement, I think the entire thing needs to blow up. Well, you saw, you know, you saw Rufo's tweet. You, you, you responded to it about no, don't attack MLK. Uh, That's that. We can't do that. uh, Even, even like Matt Walsh and stuff are better on this than, uh, than Rufo is. That's a really silly take. Yeah. And and I, I'm trying to think why exactly like the motivation behind it, where, I mean, he is a very shrewd operator, so he's trying to operate within that system and doesn't want to rock the boat in the most radical way. Well, Rufo. Um, Yeah. So, so Rufo, um, he there's he he relies on like people because he he does have like connections within the DeSantis like um, administration like so he has he there's people that could just he's on the board of one of the colleges yeah there's people that could destroy um his progress and his his potential just by him being weird about mlk um that's that's kind of my perspective. Raw milk day on Monday. Yeah. That's, did you celebrate too, CJ? Raw milk day? I, I celebrate raw milk day every day. So that's, there we go. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I mean, I think you, you're probably right. I mean, he's he's somewhat within that camp. And although, I mean, the stuff that he's doing is is deconstructing the civil rights regime, right? So even though he's not willing to to say no, like MLK I, fundamentally. I think, I think he would, society. he would distinguish, he would distinguish between no. like the authentic civil rights legacy and the, yeah. like it's, and it's bastardization. Um, yeah. 
So like, um, like, you know, all of a sudden out of nowhere, like um, Jack Posobiec has been like super red pilled on, on like yeah. civil rights stuff. Like, so and Charlie Kirk and Charlie Kirk, it'll be, I wonder how legitimate Charlie Kirk's is. Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think he's for real? Uh, well, I mean, what do you mean by for real? <laughs> <laughs> do you think he's just, is he just chasing attention and headlines or do you think he's having a red pill moment? Um, no, I think, I mean, I think he, uh, uh how cynical do I want to get? Uh, <laughs> like I, I, I think, does he genuinely believe what he's saying about the civil rights movement and, and things like that? Like, yeah, Posobiec saying that the civil rights act was, uh, what did he say? Like, it's the Versailles treaty for white, white people. people. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and, uh, Kirk saying basically the same stuff. Like the civil rights act is the reason we have DEI. Like he's saying yeah, the same stuff we've said here, which, you know, six months ago, you know, we were radicals and nobody, uh, Right. Nobody, everyone thought we were nuts. Like Jake Medor is writing about how horrible you are and, and how horrible I am because like, I don't, uh, I don't want to, you know, uh, make a shrine to Emmett Till in my house and stuff like that, you know, like, um, yeah. And, uh, and now like Charlie Kirk is saying it. And so Charlie, like, I think what it signals is that there's at least a segment within the donor class that has, seeing the shift in the Overton window. And I mean, like the writing is on the wall. Like if you want to oppose DEI, you have to oppose the civil rights act. Like you can't, it's, I mean, it, it really is like that, that meme, the like Watchmen meme. You've seen this, right? Uh, uh, where it's like James Lindsay's 10,000 point plan to end wokeness or whatever. And then it's, you know, Dr. Manhattan going poof. <laughs> and it's a yeah. civil rights act, you know, <laughs> it's like, like, that means real. Like, uh, mm -hmm. so maybe some billionaire that funds TPUSA like saw that meme and it's like, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, it's, it is funny. Like it's, it is. What, what is interesting though, is like, we're controlling the narrative that didn't come from Charlie Kirk. That didn't come no. from his board. That didn't come from like his, the billionaire donors or whatever that came from us. Like, yeah, we're the, <laughs> like, like, look at me, like, like we are we're controlling it. Yeah. We're controlling it now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like it, it the the online right is is the main is like the vanguard that's driving these things. And mm -hmm. so like Kirk, like, the, yeah. So like Eli here, like nothing about Kirk is real. And it's like, well, yeah, I agree. Um, And, and so but he's like a lagging indicator. Right. Of, exactly. exactly. Of what's happening. So like, yes, he's not real. But the fact that he's saying that stuff is and the fact that like this is a guy who's totally like everything he does. He can't, there's nothing he can say um, that isn't approved by the, the very wealthy donors that, that fund him. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if he's able to say that that's indicates something, right. It indicates like there's at least a willingness of the, of the people that sponsor him to go there. And that's a, that's, that's great. I mean, you know, some of like the old heads are like, well, this is so overdue. We've we're so the hour is so late. And it's like, well, would you prefer? I mean, yeah, it'd be great if it was 10 years ago that he said this stuff. But but I, I think uh, people were not ready 10 years ago in 2014 to talk about the Civil Rights Act. Right. Uh, that 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 was that was then. Right. And, and the the world is different now. Um, and largely because of the online right. And, and so, and, and, and so I, you know, 
bringing this kind of full circle back to like the presidential campaign, like Trump, like Trump is not going to say that kind of stuff. Right. But um, maybe I, I, I shouldn't say never, <laughs> but I think, um, I think like Don Jr. would be more likely to say it. Yeah, you're probably right. Like, um, you know, Don Jr. probably would or. Well, that's what's so funny. Like Trump is like a, a 1980s cosmopolitan liberal. <laughs> That's what's yeah. so funny where they're like, he's a, he's an, he's like a far right fascist. Like yeah. he's literally just like uh, something you stepped out of a, like a New York in the 1980s, like real estate yeah. guy. He like, hasn't he, changed what he was from <laughs> that time. It's just I everything know. else has shifted so far to the left Yeah, that, yeah, that, that he's this time capsule, you know? And so, <laughs> so like, yeah, he's, although, I mean, he, he was right about the, what was it, like the central park five, right? The, the guys that like you know beat up and mugged and, and murdered somebody that and the and and all the lefties are like no it's a racist trial they didn't do it da, 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 da. And it's like Trump's yeah, like yeah but you, you were allowed to say that in the eighties back then yeah, yeah that's true yeah yeah and so like uh, even like so yeah. I've been reading I've been reading like a lot of Russell Kirk and stuff and Russell Kirk wouldn't be like a hard right far right kind of guy he's 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 very much like a a burkean conservative like prudential politics but like if you look at the way he talked about like um like the black uprisings and the civil rights Mm -hmm. and stuff like he would be smeared as like an alt-right racist today like this but this was just normal conversation back then people people were much more um like level-headed about it all it's interesting oh yeah absolutely and so I mean, the one the the one candidate that was in the race that maybe would have said, yeah, we should get rid of the Civil Rights Act uh, was probably Vivek. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that interesting. was his function in the race. You know? So I've been I've been just thinking a lot about like um, the fact that Western Europe has been like like weird, like especially like uh, the UK, like Scotland and England. They've all mm-hmm. been like taken over by like these um, Southeast Asian Indian types. And like, yeah. it just weirded me out. Like that all of a sudden Vivek came out of nowhere. He's like a pharma bro. And then he, <clears throat> yeah. he was like, he was kind of like middle of the road on immigration. And then like all of a sudden he changed his tune and started like echoing the same things that we're talking about online. It just mm-hmm. gave me the creeps. Like it, I, I, I like trust him less than I did like a month ago. So it's interesting. Well, I mean, it's, it's kind of that thing where, um, He'll say whatever you want him to say. Yeah, and no, exactly. That's what I, that's my be point. a cipher, you know? Yeah. And so it, it's not a guy that I think anybody should like trust. Um, but he serves a useful purpose, right? Um, mm-hmm. He does. And so that, that is, um, yeah. So <laughs> this is a good comment. Um, sorry. I interrupted myself. Uh, yeah. That, that he didn't leave the left, the left, left him. Well, yeah, he's a liberal. I don't yeah, think. he's he's and I would I mean I would well, say no, he's on the left, but no, no, yeah. but he's a he's a liberal. Yeah, he's, he he really is like a um, you know, a consensus like a post war consensus guy. <laughs> yeah, he really I mean, is. He's a, a standard like I mean he's from well, that generation. About, like, like think about <laughs> Bill Clinton in the nineteen nineties, like defining the uh, de- um signing the Defense of Marriage Act. Yeah, like 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 everybody's more conservative than Trump. Like all, there's yeah. been no, no presidents, even Obama, like was, was, hesitant about, was, yeah. was, was against gay marriage. Yeah. Like that's how far things have come. Um, mm-hmm. Trump is not a right wing guy. No. That's what's so funny. Um, no, he's a, but- he's a repudiation of what the media wants us to think. 
That's all he is. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's how you have to understand him. That's, that's, I mean, and that's why, like, I mean, people think that, you know, you and I, especially me, like I'm this huge, you know, Donald Trump guy, like he could do no wrong and he's so wonderful. And I just worship the ground he walks on. And it's like, I don't actually, no, I, I see, I, I view him in a very like utilitarian sense, right? Like he's, he's a tool yeah. uh, that. Uh, that uh, yeah. What, what you mean is, yeah. You view him in a Machiavellian sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like um, not, not that like, I think he's going to do anything in, in this like positive sense. Like he's going to produce, although he has done some things, but I, like that's not the plan. That's not the goal with him. I want him to, to set our enemies or cause our enemies to set themselves on fire. Like that's what they, and that's what he does you yeah. know, just by, by yeah. virtue of his existence. You know, I want, I want Beth Moore to break down. <laughs> that's what yeah. he's, that's what he does. She would, she wouldn't have done that if DeSantis had won. No. No, no, exactly. No. That's a good, yeah. that's a good, that's a great point. Uh, that like if DeSantis won, it'd be like, oh, back to business as usual, back to mm -hmm. GOP politics before 2015. Right. No, it needs, to, you, there has to be this shock to the system. And that's yeah. what he represents. Not, uh, not even like no one is, no one thinks that he is going to do right any of these things. And even, even if you look at the things that happened in 2020. Like people are like, oh, well, he screwed all that stuff up and he messed all those things up. And it's like, well, yeah, imagine if someone imagine if Ted Cruz had been president in 2016, right? <laughs> Would they have even done any of that stuff? No, no, not at all. I mean, none of it would have happened at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like for, for that to happen um, is an indicator of just how much the system cannot handle someone like him right that's 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 why people why why i want him to win um why he has to win so yeah i think uh i mean we we haven't really talked too much about um you know the obituary for desantis's campaign like what what on earth happened there right what was that Right. I mean, what are we going to think in like in like three or well, four years? What are we going to think about yeah. this his campaign in in twenty twenty four? Well, um, I well, I mean, this is the thing. Like, uh, someone that I really respect, um, really predicted this before anyone else. Um, and that was Daniel McCarthy, who, um, who I think he's still the editor at Modern Age. Um, he's definitely mm -hmm. not like a dissident right kind of guy. He's very no. much a, a friend. He's very much a friendly guy though. Like he doesn't have enemies. Yeah. He'll be friends with yeah. anyone. Like he'll be friends with like um, the, the V dare guys or whatever. He's just, he's just friends with everybody. But he was saying if, if, if DeSantis goes down this road, he's going to completely shoot himself in the foot. He's going to gain nothing politically yeah. from it. Uh, people are not going to be enthusiastic because what the people want is revenge. They despise yeah. the regime and they, that's what Trump represents. The comeback King. You know, they, they, someone to against the odds. DeSantis to them is it, it, he, he's not playing like a, um, a heroic role or a heroic function in electoral politics. And people are ready for a hero. And I think that's why they want Trump. And he said this like way before DeSantis um, or even announced. announced. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah. there was I don't know a, where uh, I, I don't know where I was going with that. But <laughs> but the point is that um, yeah. you know it's been predictable for a while that DeSantis was it was going to um, basically fall on his face here. There was a um, a short article in the American Spectator today by Ryan Gidersky, uh, uh -huh. who was a DeSantis guy, 
And he just talked about how he was invited with a bunch of other influencers uh, in the DeSantis camp to a meeting with DeSantis uh, to discuss strategy and and things like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and basically he said that like all of the like influencer people that, you know, talked to him, like when it's their turn to talk, they all just kind of sucked up to him (laughs) the whole time. Like they didn't tell him anything he didn't want to hear. And he said like, no, you need to attack Trump. You need to, you know, you need to do this, this, and this. And um, basically no one wanted to listen to him. And which, I mean, tells you that like his, his campaign and any, one of the, the most telling things in the story that, that he gave was every single person there, uh, both like the campaign staffers and like these influencer types and, and everything else. I was like, well, what campaign did you work on in 2016? And they're all like Ted Cruz. Right. Not a single one was like with Trump. Mm -hmm. And so none of them knew, like none of them had any idea what made Trump popular, why his base is so strong and and all of these things, which is um, astounding, right? That you would run a campaign and it's like, okay, who are we going to staff it with? All the people that got, you know, walloped by Trump uh, working for Ted Cruz doing GOP politics as usual in 2016. And, and it, it doesn't like if, if, if like if he would have called me up and said, Hey, Andrew, uh, what do I do to win? Right. I would be like, look, man, you need to show that you are the man of the moment that, tr- that, that Trump's hour passed him by and yeah. you are going to be the one that brings vengeance for the people. Exactly. And that needs that you are going to go to DC and smash up the place in a way that Trump never did. Yeah. Right. That needs to be the mess. He never did that. Yeah, exactly. Ever. He didn't come he, close to doing that. Yeah, exactly. He 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 went he went to the center. Whereas what he should have done is gone to Trump's right. You know, he yeah. I, I, he said, like, you know, I, I'm the I'm the man that they warned they said that Trump was gonna be. I'm him. Yeah. 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 All the all the things like when when Rachel Maddow's on TV crying about Trump being a fascist and, and gonna destroy our democracy and stuff like that, that's actually me. Right. Yeah, that's, that's actually what, me. He also should have said, he also should have promised. He's like, you know, uh, the Fed's direction. He should call it a Fed's direction. Yeah. He should have said that everybody gets pardoned. He said Donald Trump gets pardoned. Donald Trump did nothing wrong. They stole the election from him. Like he should yeah. have gone. In fact, if he would have done what Vivek mm-hmm. did, he probably would have been, uh, it would have been a lot closer. He would have been within at least 10 points in yeah. Iowa if, if he didn't win it outright. Like, yeah. um, Put that comment up. Dark alchemy descended. Dark alchemy descended. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly right. Like, um, and he never did that. And the reason why didn't he do that? It's because because he the got donors. consultants. Yeah, all the consultants. <laughs> but, like that's the donors I mean. and the political consultancy class, like, would never let him do that in a million years. Yeah, and see, that's the other but hard part about DeSantis that Vivek was self funded. Vivek's a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, spent thirty million on his own. Yeah, yeah. DeSantis doesn't have that kind of money, so of course he's gonna have to cater. And it, yeah, and and so yeah, DeSantis. What did he spend like two hundred million dollars to this point? <laughs> yeah, and like it was something like for every vote he got was almost like two grand that he spent. Right, right. Exactly. So you just handed out checks for two grand, and he would have got more votes. But yeah. um, but like obviously you can't do that; it's illegal. But uh, so, but like. Yeah. It's illegal when the Republicans do it. Yeah, not if you're a Democrat. You could do it. <laughs> it's allowed. Um, but uh, yeah, like he uh, he could. It, it, so say he had the Vivek's $30 million 
he could have done all of that with what he's done in Florida and actually maybe come close to winning it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, some of it too. The other, the other thing is uh, like the man himself matters and like the person, like his personality yeah. and yeah. personableness yes. Yes. and charisma and things like that's that. That's why, and, that's why Trump is just, you can't match him. No, he's, he's heads and shoulders above everybody because he's a showbiz guy. And yeah. he, you know, like everything for him is a game. Like there was, um, what's that, that, uh, fat left wing reporter. Um, I got more, more specific. More specific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Michael Tracy, uh, uh-huh. Michael Tracy, right. He went to Iowa or whatever. And he like, uh, interviewed people. And I think there were a couple kids that he interviewed and they're like, why do you like Donald Trump? And they didn't mention any policy or any, anything like that. It was, he's really funny. Right. And, and it's like, well, he is, he's hilarious. Like, I don't know if you saw the, um, the video of Trump, uh, this week where he was like, you know, Joe Biden, he gets up to the podium and they ask a question and it's like, yeah, Jim, from NBC, they ask him a question about vanilla ice cream or something, and then they ask about the border, and he says, "Oh, the border's fine, it's great, uh, everything's normal." And then he walks off stage, and he walks into a wall. Yeah, it's great. Like he's like he's hilarious, and mm-hmm. and uh, and like that matters. Like you, it, it's like okay, you don't want. Um, you don't want it to not matter. Well, I guess you're going to need to restrict the electorate to like people yeah. with IQs above 120. I mean, but you have universal I, democracy, so it's got to yeah, be funny. Exactly. I too wish for like 19th century, like aristocratic politics. That's that's great, but we don't live in that age. We, no, you need, you need a character. Yeah, he has to have have charisma and personality, and he has to be people that or somebody that uh, that you would like to be around. Right. It's, it's almost, it's, it's always been the thing where it's like, I don't know who coined it. Maybe it was, I know, I remember when I was in Moscow, Doug would talk about this where it's like, like the barbecue test where it's like mm-hmm. of, of the people of, of each of these people, who would you like to invite to your barbecue and like come to your party? Right. Which one would, would you like yeah. Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis? <laughs> right? Well, that's pretty yeah. obvious. Right. Yeah. Or Nikki yeah, Haley. Exactly. Uh, yeah. you know, um, and so the only, and it's and usually, it usually holds true. Like in 2020, uh, it, you know, you could tell who the actual winner was just by who would you rather have at your barbecue? Uh, you know, some creepy guy talking about a black kid rubbing his leg, uh, in, in, in the pool, um, yeah. <laughs> or Donald Trump, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, that is, uh, that, that, the, the DeSantis campaign, I mean, I, I, I don't know how, I mean, some people are talking about, oh, 2028, he can come back. He's still young. You know, I don't know if he can, man. I think it's, I think he's, he, it's over completely for good. Which, which is sad because I actually did see in him someone with potential. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. like after, after the, after his Florida standing up to the federal government is exactly, I mean, we talked about this with Josh. Uh, yeah, you know, last Friday. I mean, yeah. DeSantis had like the perfect uh, setup for a future political career, and oh, he just yeah. burned it. He just burned it. I 
It's like, I don't know. They must have persuaded him that no, Trump is way more vulnerable than, than you realize you'll steal all of his base. And and yeah, because they don't understand the base. It's the same problem. They don't understand the base. No, exactly. And like he listens. I mean, one thing if he had like consultants that had worked on the Trump campaign in like Mm -hmm. the inner circle that defected Mm -hmm. to him or something. And he did it. He did. He did though. Yeah, he? he had some. He had like Dave Reboy and, and people like yeah. that. But I think I think those guys are more on the fringes. They're like internet personalities. Like, yeah, uh, grifters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I'm talking like people like actually pulling the switches and uh, and you know uh, buying TV ads. And, yeah, and it is interesting. Campaigns. Like, um, he didn't have anybody from like the Bannon crowd. That's like that. That I mean, that's a force to be reckoned with too. Like all those guys yeah. are still behind Trump. Jack Bozobic is still with Trump, right? Yeah. Oh, big so, time. It yeah, has yeah. been the whole, the whole way. And, and so, and, and it's, and those, and those type of people, like they get, I think they understand the bait. Like that's, that's, that's the main thing. Like they understand the motivating factors of among the American population for why the guy is so popular, right? They get it. And it's, and the only way you could chip away at that is to run to his right and, mm-hmm. and project a kind of competence that that trump did not have and just an utter abysmal failure and so i mean in in one sense i mean i'm the the funny the funnier thing yeah the the funnier thing is that um desantis barely beat nikki haley i know that's that's the other thing so i mean that's that says a lot about the future too because if you can't if you can't crush nikki haley I know you need, you need to be endorsing Donald Trump. <laughs> and I guess, I mean, maybe, yeah, well, yeah, to be, to be fair to DeSantis a little bit is that, I mean, the donor class put a ton of money behind her too. And a uh, ton of ad spend in Iowa. Like I went down to Iowa for Thanksgiving to visit family and turn the, you know, the TV was that we watched some football and like every ad was, was Nikki Haley. Um, or against Nikki Haley, right from DeSantis, and uh, and it was just all about Nikki Haley all day long uh, for the last month of the campaign, and so, um, I and and like the thing is, like there's a segment, especially among you know typical Republicans, that all they think about is Israel, and um, and uh, they also think, oh, wouldn't it be nice to have a woman in there? And then their brains shut off after that. Like they don't like actually listen to her talk or uh-huh. what she says or what she believes. Like this is a woman who's like, yeah, I, you know, if, if parents want to, you know, uh, have their children uh, operated on, well, that's, I don't, the government shouldn't be making that decision. And it's like, what, what you're going to say that, uh, like you believe that. And, oh, yeah. and, and it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy, but people, People are like, yeah, we gotta have her. She's great. Like, I, 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 um, I think she's gonna do actually fairly well in New Hampshire. Um, I, I mean, people are saying like, oh, she might be Trump in New Hampshire. I don't think that's gonna happen. But, um, I, I, I want her to be totally, so, completely defeated. So is um, so okay. So l- let's finish with this here. I only have a couple more minutes, yeah, but um, so. If if so, next Monday, right? Is it's Monday, right? That it's Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. Okay, so so if if DeSantis loses to Nikki Haley, if he comes in third, does he drop out? I don't think so. 
you think he stays? I think well, and and some of it is because of um his uh in his like concession speech, or it's not really a concession speech, but like his losing speech, whatever whatever they call those when you don't win um a primary. Mm-hmm. His loser speech. Um right, he uh he didn't say, well, congratulations, Donald Trump. You did really well. Like he didn't do any of that. Whereas Haley did, obviously Vivek did all, all of the, the, the others did where I, I think, I think his play right now is just hang around until the indictments collect. <laughs> yeah. Collect, you know, a handful of delegates, mm-hmm. uh, you know, enough to have some leverage in a brokered convention. Mm. Right. I think that's, that's what his camp is has to be thinking is if Trump goes to prison and is made ineligible. So what do you think? What are, what are the odds are? So what are the odds you think of them going that route to get rid of Trump? Are um, they going to, are they going to let him take the GOP nomination? I, I still think it's fairly high, even though apparently the Supreme court is going to rule in Trump's favor regarding the Colorado and Maine. Uh, ballot thing yeah but that's separate than the actual indictment stuff yeah exactly and so, so if the indictment like if he goes to prison right i mean and like gosh i want him to be elected from prison so bad i know me too man me too <laughs> um and if he goes to prison right if the jack smith case right because it's i mean it's in dc and you're not going to be great if you're he, not like, going to get a fair trial. He's like, he's like sitting in his prison cell. He goes, you know, I, I'm going to pardon myself. <laughs> he just yeah, day one. He's just, I'm, <laughs> oh my right. gosh, dude. But like I, if they, if, if, if they imprison him, um, I don't know, man, like what, what, what happened in the convention? And, and so like, I think that's like the slim, a glimmer of hope for the DeSantis campaign is to win it that way. And it's like, if he became the nominee because of that, like, I don't even know if I would bother voting. Like I'd be so disgusted by all of it. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Like that is, that is, that's how I, I feel about it. I think, I think the majority of the Trump base would feel that way. Like if they, if they throw him in prison, so he can't, he can't be president. Mm Mm-hmm. You're not going to say, oh, especially a guy that like anytime this topic of, comes up, he just speaks about it in generalities. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm against the weaponization of the of the Justice Department. And it's like, no, say the man's name. Say like what they're doing to Trump is is uh, banana republic level stuff, like third world country level stuff. And you you won't stand for it. Right. <laughs> like that's why I'm running for president. So they can't do that kind of stuff. Right. Like that. It'd be the easiest thing in the world to say, but he, he won't, he won't do it. Um, and which it, which is what leads me to think, right. He's planning to benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's why he won't do that because right. He wants to just swoop in and take the nomination. But the thing is, if that happens, it's not going to be him that gets it. The, right. the, they'll give it to Nikki Haley. Right. Right. That's what's going to happen. Um, so that's why the right when Nikki Haley, I mean, it, I mean, she's very, very stupid, right? When she says this is a two-person race, um, right? Uh, I think she's talking about her and DeSantis at this point. I, I mean, really, I do. I think she's talking about her and DeSantis because she th- she assumes that he's going to be in prison. Like that's yeah, that's my cryptic reading of it. Not that so, she's an airhead. Uh, I mean, if that is. happens, it would it would be so radicalizing. 
I mean, I know masks yeah. off moment. I mean, that's right. another thing about Trump, like acceleration when, button to 11. Yeah. Like if they steal it from him like this, which mm-hmm. is even, which is an even more like mask off way to steal it than last time. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, that's radicalizing. So. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, maybe that's what happens. Kind of hope so. It's going to be we'll interesting. Yes, but we, uh, live in, we don't live in interesting times. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Well, that's all we got for today. Uh, what we plan on having our regular Friday show, but we thought let's let's check in on the Iowa caucus, and uh, maybe we'll do one next week after New Hampshire, especially if something interesting happens. You know, if if Trump uh, if Trump wins handily and it's you know ho hum, maybe not, but um, definitely. Definitely if crazy things happen Tuesday, but, uh, but until Friday, uh, we will see you all next time. Thank you for listening. Stay dangerous, everyone. And we will see you next time.